political columnist from the Recombobulation area, Dan Schaefer, my regular Tuesday guest, joined us on the phone this morning, Snow Day. Dan Schaefer, good morning. Good morning, Steve. How are you? <laughs> I am good. Are your kids off? Kids are off, yeah. All right. So we're, uh, we're settling in for uh, for a cold winter's day here in Milwaukee. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, and Now, I'm looking at a shot right now from the freeway system in Milwaukee. There's not a bit of snow on the freeways. They're wet, but not a bit of snow. Do we overreact, Dan Schaefer? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah, maybe a little bit. I think so. I, think- I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll see. You know how it looks this afternoon. Maybe this afternoon is what they're really worried about with this. But I mean, clearly, right now it looks like it's a little bit of an overreaction. So you're a youngster. And I don't want to take us too far off topic, but you're a youngster compared to me. Are we? Are we softer now? Do you think, as a culture, as a country, are we softer now? No, I think we're just different. I, th- I don't know if it's a softer or less soft or whatever type of thing. It's just, I just think it, things things change. Uh, but um, I don't know. The, the, do you think the snow, uh, you know, the snow day type thing is is reflective of being softer or, or whatever? Yeah, because you know, now people get mad at me when I say this, but my my parents would have said, "All right, put your boots on, put your coats on, and mittens if you can find them, and get your you know what to school." That, That's right. Go that, uphill both ways if you have to, right? All yeah. of that. Well, mine was pretty flat, but it was about three-quarters of a mile when I'm talking junior high. So, I mean, it, you know, it wasn't fun, but we did it. Matter of fact, we probably had more fun on the way to school than we did in school because we were throwing snowballs at each other and, you know, rolling around in it. But anyway, just just a thought. I mean, we're seeing these days. How about, how about this one? One more on this before we shift. Um, we spent all that money on the infrastructure of virtual learning. Do you think that school districts... When they call Snow Day, if they have that in place, that platform in place, they should be utilizing to do something virtually. I think that's a pretty interesting idea. I think to to do something to keep you know keep keep things moving. Uh, I don't think that would be such a bad idea to be to be perfectly honest. But it's also about you know you have to have you have to have cooperation from the parents. You have to you know have to parents who you know are rearranging their schedules might have to uh, have to rearrange things to accommodate you know their their kids virtual learning as well so a lot of factors to consider there right, but now, yeah i do i do think that's that's something people should should at least attempt yeah now dan schaefer can be the killer of fun like i was accused of yeah you, just because you're off doesn't mean you, you can't learn and, and maybe it's a maybe it's a fun virtual experience maybe it's uh watching something that you would have watched in school and you never got a chance to do it you put up a video they're watching a video on online at home in their comfort of their own chair or bed or whatever that's just a thought right. and it doesn't have to be the full day either you know no, a couple just, hours just be something just send one thing to the parents and and you know just keep that keep that momentum going with uh, what you're learning in schools i don't think that's such a bad would be such a bad move all right i think we've solved that problem all right let's move on to medicinal marijuana republicans in the state yesterday assembly republicans it should be specific have crafted a plan, a highly restrictive plan. It's, it's, um, I, I don't know that it's, it's what people were expecting on medicinal marijuana. It's sort of got a, a lukewarm response from Senate Republicans. Uh, the governor was, uh, well, we'll see, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, it would limit this medicinal marijuana, Dan, to severely ill people with chronic diseases. Cancer is obviously the one that most people talk about. And here's the kicker on this dispense at only five State-sponsored locations and smokable marijuana, medicinal, would not be allowed. Your thoughts? Yeah, we've got the party of free enterprise and limited government offering a plan that has 
state-run medical marijuana dispensaries instead of doing what all of the states around us are doing, uh, legalizing recreational marijuana and, and letting uh, private industry uh, do its thing. Yeah, it's it's a pretty bizarre proposal, honestly. I think you know, I think people have been have been proposing a variety of different uh, medical mar- marijuana legalization things over the years, and and this to you know be essentially billed as as Assembly Speaker Robin Boss said is you know perhaps the most restrictive version uh, of medical marijuana anywhere in the country. You know, again, we're on an island here in Wisconsin. We you know, M- Michigan legalized in 2018. Illinois soon after, uh, Michigan, uh, Minnesota just legalized recreational marijuana last year. You know, in ballot measures, states that are, states like Missouri and Ohio have also legalized marijuana. So it just seems like this is a proposal that is 10 years too late <laughs> to legalize medical marijuana and is just not reflecting the reality of the world that we live in. Even if you're not, you know, even if you're very against marijuana, I think you just have to recognize the realities of where things where things are and i think uh, there was a report from the wisconsin policy forum last year that showed the majority of wisconsinites are within about an hour's drive of a medical mar- of a recreational marijuana dispensary uh somewhere in the midwest and that was before minnesota legalized right so i think i think we just have to be realistic about this and we have to be pragmatic and i don't think that's what this policy is i mean it's better than nothing you know right now wisconsin is one of just 12 states that has no comprehensive policy towards cannabis, towards marijuana. Uh, and I think, you know, having some sort of policy guidelines for people going forward uh, would be a good thing. But I think this is just uh, a, a proposal that's, you know, seem, would have seemed dated a decade ago, uh, much less now as the rest of the Midwest kind of moves to, to legalize recreational marijuana. Dan Schaefer joining us from the Recombobulation area. Let's take a break, Dan. Think about this during the break. You mentioned this. Is this the first step? I said yesterday on the show, I expect some version of this. I don't I don't understand the state dispensary thing. I think that, frankly, as a Republican and sometimes a conservative, I think it, it goes against what most Republicans and conservatives believe. But the big question for me is when we get to that next phase, which is recreational. I predicted 2028 a couple weeks ago, and I I still think that. So think about that during a break. Dan Schaefer, political columnist and very, very great writer from the Recombobulation, joins us on WTMJ. Political columnist Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation are joining us as he does every Tuesday, 930. And how do they find out about the the great writing that you do on politics? Uh, You can find me at therecombobulationarea.news, the Recombobulation Area on Substack, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Dan R. Schaefer. And he he is a great ex, formerly known as Twitter, follow as well. He talks a lot about other things other than politics. He will certainly uh, nudge Republicans, which even as a Republican, I I encourage. Um, So I I threw a couple questions out there. I, I don't necessarily think that the government dispensary idea is going to be one that's popular and that's going to be part of whatever eventually happens. So you can talk about that if you want, but is this the first step? And do you see a path? I said 2028 and that's just, you know, picking a year that we might have full legalization in Wisconsin. I know roughly what 74% or whatever it is in the of people in the state support that, which seems to be a logical next step in, in, in a, uh, you know, a Midwest that we're surrounded by, including country, great country of Canada. So what do you think on those? Yeah, I think, you know, for one, the it, it's interesting. This proposal was ruled out by Assembly Republicans 
And we saw some pushback yesterday from Senate Republicans. I think Mary Felskowski, uh, who, had, who had advocated for medical marijuana in the past, uh, you know, put, said, had some caution about having these state-run dispensaries, saying that we should in, instead involve private industry. I think she's right about that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm actually working on a piece uh, on marijuana legalization, a feature story that we'll publish soon at the Recombobulation Area, published in partnership uh, with Milwaukee Record. Um, and, you know, I talked to Democratic State Senator Melissa Agard uh, for that story, and she has, you know, she's been proposing uh, marijuana legalization efforts uh, in the state legislature for a decade, has never got a public hearing, uh, was not reached out to by Republicans as they were crafting this, um, and, you know, has, has a lot of uh, concerns about, about this piece of legislation. Another thing with it, too, is that, you know, the, the Assembly Republicans proposal said that this will generate no tax revenue for the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, essentially neutral, not neutral or whatever term he used. Right. And so the, the bill that Agard and Democrats uh, introduced last fall to legalize marijuana, the, their legislative fiscal bureau estimated that it would generate close to $170 million in one year. So not only are we doing the thing that is, again, like you mentioned, not, not the popular policy, uh, which would be re- legalizing recreational marijuana. I think about two-thirds uh, of Wisconsinites would favor that based on the latest uh, Marquette University Law School poll numbers on that particular issue. Uh, not only that, but you're just you're deciding to just say no to, to uh, you know, potential $170 million in, in revenue. That, that could go a long way towards, you know, towards shoring up the state budget and, and going towards a lot of uh, important things. Yeah. So I think that's another missed opportunity there. It just seems like, we're going out of our way to to do the to not do the main thing that makes the most sense, which would be full recreational legalization. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, you said 2028, right? As the, yeah, as the time, right. you know, I asked uh, Senator Agard about that. She said within the next two or three legislative cycles that we might get there. But again, by then, it's you know we will be in the Midwest where Michigan will have had it legalized for a full decade, and, and Wisconsin is still waiting to to get with the times. It's it's just. It's just bizarre. Uh, it's just an unnecessary uh, type of policy. We should just we should just do the main thing that makes the most sense. Yeah, the inter- interesting thing for me is, I, you know, we talked about this for almost an hour yesterday. You know, I had some law enforcement uh, folks that were were t- uh, chiming in. A lot of this stuff doesn't get enforced. Anybody that doesn't think that Wisconsin residents aren't going to other places, wherever they're closest to, to buy these products and bring them back, I had, I had someone tell me in a conversation at a restaurant. They actually have like a, a, a list of things their friends want, and they go get those and bring those back. This is already happening. We're just giving revenue, tax revenue, to other states. That's right. There was a feature story out of Michigan that, that interviewed one of these shops that's right over the border uh, in the UP, and they had they had a map there. They showed they had a dot for every you know every location that they uh, that people came from uh, to to the legal dispensary in Michigan. And the, the map was just all Wisconsin. <laughs> it was just yeah. every dot was somebody from Wisconsin. So it's just, uh, I, I think it's just, you have to be practical. You have to be pragmatic about this. Uh, and, you know, offering the most restrictive medical marijuana policy in the, in the country when the rest of our neighbors are having full recreational legalization, it's, it's, just, it's just not smart. It's just not smart policy. We'll take another break here. Dan Schaefer the writer at the Recombobulation area and does a lot of great uh, video work as well. You can see his work on Twitter and wherever you get your social media. We'll take a break here. Listen, of course, to WTMJ Now. 
Dan Schaefer joining us from the Recombobulation Area, as he does every Tuesday at 9.30. Uh, from the text line, Dan, someone says your voice sounds like Tom Hanks in the movie Big. Ever hear that before? That's a new one. Haven't heard that one, but I'll, I'll take it. I don't hear it. I, I know Tom Hanks pretty well. I don't hear it, but you know, everybody hears things differently. Uh, last thing on the marijuana thing, then I want to, we'll have to take another break, unfortunately, and then we're going we're to get to a sales tax argument that's consuming a lot of oxygen. Um, I'm surprised a little bit by the um, dispensary idea, state-run places to sell medicinal marijuana. Why wouldn't Republicans and conservatives propose an idea where we use existing stores that have pharmacies, since it's medicinal marijuana, they would generate business out of that. That's pro-business. It's already a system that we use for for so many other medicinal purposes and, and things related to that. It seemed like a no-brainer. I guess I don't understand the logic of this thing, and I don't want to belabor the point. It just doesn't. It seems like a lot of extra stuff that we don't need. I, I totally agree with you, and I, I think it is. You know, it, it's tr- it's kind of this uh, square peg in a round hole. You know, we have infrastructure in place that you know, if if people like you say, they can go to a pharmacy if they're prescribed it for for medicinal reasons. Or we already have you know all these different shops all over the state with you know CBD or or, uh, you know, various hemp-based uh, marijuana-adjacent type of products. We already have uh, all of these other stories, so why not just why not work with these types of stories that are kind of, you know, in place, uh, you know, uh, already and, and instead of creating this, this state-run proposal? I, I think, you know, I, t- I was talking to somebody from the Wisconsin Policy Forum for this story. I think this would be the first time in the country that there would be a state-run type of type of uh, proposal here at state-run medical dispensary, which is just a, frankly, it's just a really bizarre proposal. I think, you know, I'm not surprised to see uh, the almost immediate pushback from those in the Senate Republicans. There's, you know, it's interesting. There seems to be a lot of issues where the Assembly Republicans and Senate Republicans aren't exactly on the same page on lately. He is Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation. We'll take one more break here, and then we're going to talk about the, the great sales tax debate that's raging online and in your Social media platforms between Washington County and Milwaukee County. We'll get to that with Dan Schaefer after this. A couple minutes remaining with our guests and contributor Dan Schaefer from the Recombobulation area. Where How can folks find uh, your great work, Dan? Recombobulationarea.news, recombobulationarea.substack.com, and you can find me on Twitter at Dan R. Schaefer, where I will occasionally tweet about things other than the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> yes, you will, yeah. Hey, since you brought it up, what happened last night with the Bucks? Seventy-seven points oh. they gave up in the first half. What is that about? The defense is not looking good right now, Steve. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I it's, cannot uh, you believe know, everybody was pointing to Damian Lillard as the reason the defense was looking good. There was no Damian Lillard on the court, and the defense still looked terrible. So I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Do you think there's a? Uh, let's. We'll talk about that another day. Uh, yeah. I'll ask you the question. Why you can respond if you if you want to. Do you think Adrian Griffin Griffin's job is at risk? You know, I you never know. It would be really hard to fire a first-year head coach, but uh, the the early returns on his tenure as, as coach of the Milwaukee Bucks have, have not been terrific. You know, we had so many years of Mike Budenholzer's system bringing us top five defenses with great players like Giannis Antetokounmpo and Brook Lopez anchoring the defense, and all of a sudden they have this terrible defense. It's uh, it seems like a it seems like a coaching issue. Yeah, I mean, the guy that now fired who won a championship for Milwaukee after fifty plus years, that guy. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, we got to talk about the the raging debate between Milwaukee and Washington County. The uh, the uh, county executive who who's on this program uh, once a month, uh, Josh Showman, has kind of gotten into this 
back and forth with uh, Milwaukee Mayor Kevlar Johnson on the sales tax, encouraging people to come to Washington County. Uh, Kevlar Johnson is now the mayor has thrown a you know a, a barb at him talking about Cracker Barrel versus all the great restaurants in Milwaukee. What's the significance of this debate? Well, Steve, when I when this debate about the shared revenue and sales tax thing was going on, I, I think you and I were in agreement that this was a good bipartisan measure to to move this state and the region forward. Right? Absolutely. So, and, and this sales tax in Milwaukee that you know uh, that is really specifically tied to funding the police, right? That's part of it, yes. That's, it's part of it, of course, but it, one of the requirements that the city had was that the sales tax would fund the police. So yes. by opposing the sales tax, as the Washington County Executive has, is he advocating for defunding the police? Is he advocating for defunding the fire department, things like that, all these other city services that the sales tax is going toward? So you're taking you know, his... I know the mayor had an event yesterday with one of the fire stations uh, that's now going to stay open because of the sales tax. And so are those, you know, right-wing, those in right-wing media... Folks like the Washington County Executive, when they are saying that you um, you know come to somewhere else or saying that we shouldn't have this regressive sales tax, blah 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 blah. Well, the other option was the the Milwaukee Police Department getting essentially cut in half, a bunch of fire stations closing, the city's library department or library services basically ending, and so that's the alternative. We had two choices: pass this sales tax, or or have massive cuts to city services like police. Now. I think the mayor, the, the county executive, uh, the you know leadership in Madison, both the both the governor and Republican leadership in the legislature, made a good responsible choice by having this bipartisan bill. And now we have the typical Republican reaction to everything that happens in Milwaukee, which is this "heads I win, tails you lose" mentality that always ends up bashing the city. Yeah, I'd be careful with the all Republican. It's, it's not really all. It's not all Republican. The way, that, the, way the approach that the Washington County Executive, in particular has taken to this issue. Yeah, I think he was a little short-sighted in what he did, but it's not all Republicans because there's Republicans like me that supported the idea. So I I think we have to be careful with this stuff. I think this may have been a sort of a good-natured jab that probably went too far. I, I could I could probably say this. I would love to have Mayor Cavalier-Johnson and the county executive in studio to have a real conversation about it. I think that would be worthwhile. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to ask the Washington County Executive why he wants to defund the police in Milwaukee. All right, my friend Dan Schaefer, the recombobulation area. One more time, folks want to find out your find where your work is. Where do they go? Uh, you can find me at the recombobulation area news. Had a recent column about the uh, the budget in Milwaukee, having having our best budget in in several decades. Might want to check that one out if you're looking at the sales tax debate. All uh, right, you can also find me, of course, on Twitter at Dan R. Schaefer. All right, enjoy the snow day. We'll talk again next week. Thank you, Steve.